everyone, Rowan Odom here. We're pleased to showcase Dark Dice, a free horror actual play podcast. Chills and thrills await in this creepy campaign, brought to life with a fully original soundtrack. Follow the heroes as they try to survive the exhaustion, stress, and cold in Domain of the Nameless God, the show's first season. Each new season will follow a new story and cast, including a mix of first-time players and folks you might recognize, like Jeff Goldblum, Lily Pichu, and Jasper William Cartwright. Combat is edited to be condensed and enjoyable, while still playing true to the dice rolls. Every terrifying monster feels like it's actually in the room with you. Dark Dice is available for free however you listen to podcasts, or at darkdice.com. So ask yourself, do you seek him? This episode is brought to you in part by BroadlyEpi.com. Whether you want to level up your public health or programming skills for free, want to rent a scientist, or just keep up to date with some of the latest research in public health, go check out BroadlyEpi.com. They also offer custom software solutions for both quantitative and qualitative data analysis and have some tools ready-made on the website. BroadlyEpi.com. Epidemiology, broadly speaking. Hello, listeners. This is Ty Vaughn, writer for Syntax and voice of Silas Caldwell. I'm thrilled to showcase our sponsors, the exceptional creative software suite, World Anvil. World Anvil is the one-stop shop for tabletop gamers, fantasy and sci-fi authors, or world-building enthusiasts who just can't wait to start getting some thoughts down. This is far from just a wiki editor. They have a number of tools and features available, including world-building templates, an RPG campaign manager, a novel writing and publishing tool, interactive map builders, timeline builders, and more. Your vast web of outlines, character plots, and family trees has a home waiting on World Anvil. Check out the full features using the link below or by visiting worldanvil.com. Subscribe using the promo code in the description of this episode and you'll get 51% off an annual subscription, and you'll be directly supporting the creation of TSP Network shows. Thanks in advance for checking it out. Brought to you by Twin Strangers Productions. Wasting Company Time presents Tell No Tales, Season 2 Episode 1, Isolation
In or out, Frank? Excuse me? In or out? Uh, in. Pardon my lingering in the doorway. I was only admiring your choice of music. What? The music? Marvellous piece. It's woefully underappreciated these days, overused as it is now in pop culture, too often relegated to a punchline or humorous motif, but it really is a beautiful piece of music. Only you could manage to make classical music hipster, Frank. Is there a reason you're enjoying it from the comfort of the worktop? My sterile, clean, laboratory worktop with your shoes on? Why not? Not like we're getting much actual science done. Might as well just lie here, contemplating all the bad choices that brought me here. I was under the impression that you had quite enough to be getting on with. Well, let's see. We have the oh-so-achievable goal of researching what's happening to the spirit plane, when all we have to go off is your feeling that something's off. As well as evidence of numerous spirits reporting their hold on the plane slipping? Yes, well, that's hardly a solid start, is it? So, while we're not making any progress on that, I thought I might work on finding a way to keep spirits stable without their tether, so that I can speak to Noah, whose stasis capsule you so generously gifted to me when I signed my soul away. You're forgetting that I also generously gifted you my own extensive notes. I've already conducted a wealth of research on both the spirit plane and the tether conundrum, which could be helpful to you if you made any attempt to read them. They're in code! I gave you the key to decode them! Sure, but it's such a convoluted mess it takes actual hours just to get through a page. I thought you'd appreciate it. Why, your very namesake, Leonardo da Vinci... Don't... I beg your pardon? You're about to compare yourself to da Vinci. I'm saving you from looking like a complete arse and telling you now. Don't do it. Oh, how generous of you. You're welcome. So, in the absence of any progress on either of those fronts... I've been working on fixing up my recorder to play back in real time. And that all went perfectly smoothly. Except what's even the point, because it's not like I've got any use for it right now, is it? Hmm. Did you know that I receive a weekly briefing informing me of every case Better Place handles over the previous working week? Weird segue, but no, I didn't. Well, I do. It offers a more qualitative approach to monitoring revenue. I keep them in the filing cabinets down the hall. Why are you telling me this? You haven't spent much time with the case files I keep down here, have you? I started looking through some of the older ones a while back, but... I'm not sure if you remember, but your experiment started threatening my friends, so I got a bit distracted, actually. Quite. Well, I keep the newer case files at the far end. I keep hard copies of all the case files here in this basement. Even those we were not able to remove... Just use your words, Frank. Is there something you'd like me to do? There are plenty of unresolved case files in the more recent cabinets. Spirits who were never removed, spirits who might be feeling a little talkative. Hmm. Well, lucky for you I signed an NDA then, isn't it? You wouldn't be able to share those recordings with anybody, you're correct. There was no clause in the contract, however, prohibiting you from interviewing a spirit for scientific curiosity alone. 
perhaps to test out the modifications you've made to the recorder? What's the point? What was the point to begin with? To take down... To help them. Yes. Would a friendly face and good conversation not still be helpful, I wonder? What's your angle here, Frank? Because I know you've got something up your sleeve. You don't just... I am concerned about you, Leonardo. It has been several weeks since you signed my contract. You have isolated yourself from your friends. You do not leave this basement. I rarely see you sleep or eat. I have offered my own company, but you clearly have no desire for that. I think it would do you some good to get outside and have a conversation with somebody. Oh. Or perhaps I'm simply trying to distract you for a while so that I can murder some helpless innocents. Go to hell. (sighs) Not if I can help it. I'll think about it. Do. Audio diary of Leo Quinn assist... Uh... I guess... Lead scientist? Under Frank Williamson, director of Better Place. Hmm. Nope. That was odd. Not sure about that job title. Um, so, yeah. I've done a bit of digging, not because Frank told me to or anything. I'd been meaning to get a better look at the case file archives down here for ages anyway. But, yeah, I found a few good ones. This one looks simple enough to ease myself back in. Case PW number 2237. Category 2. Case status unresolved. It looks like this ghost haunts King's Cross Station, so no breaking and entering at least. If I leave late enough at night, it should be pretty quiet, if not completely empty. Now that the recorder plays back in real time, hopefully it'll look less like I'm talking to myself and more like I've got a weird-looking phone of some kind. Only problem is, this wasn't one of Riley's cases. It was Paul's. Paul retired a few months ago and wasn't super invested in his cases for most of the last year or so. So, while we've got basic details about the spirit, we know her name is Aaliyah Farrow, we know she died in 2011 from an allergic reaction, but, I mean, there's not much more. Nothing about why she's at King's Cross, her death doesn't seem to be connected in any way to the station, nothing about who she was in life? I suppose that's up to me to find out, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose it is. Hi. Aaliyah? My name's Leo. I'm a... I'm a scientist working on building ways to communicate with spirits like yourself. I have a recorder that's been able to pick up spirits' voices in the past, but the real-time playback is a new feature, so it might be a bit glitchy. Would you be willing to chat? Answer some questions about who you are, why you're here? Yeah, I can chat. Oh my god, it works. Oh shit, that's me. That's my voice, that's 
wild. You can hear me. Oh, <laughs> definitely willing to do this for a while. Go on, ask whatever. I, wow. Yeah, okay. Um. So can you start with just telling me some basic biographical details for the record? Name, date of birth and death, that kind of thing. Yeah, so my name's Aaliyah Farrow. I was born 30th November 1989. Died, uh, I died, I think sometime in August 2011 when I was 21. Turns out I'm allergic to shellfish, who knew? Okay, thanks. So could... Sorry, I'm just not used to this being so immediate. No, you're fine. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, do you mind talking about why you're tethered here? Do you have some kind of emotional connection to the station? <laughs> you know, I wanted that myself for a while. But I think I've got it figured out. I've got friends and family all over, right? Some of my best friends in the world are in Newcastle. My mum and stepdad live in Leeds. My dad and stepmum live in Edinburgh. I've got extended family in Cambridge, and I've got friends who might as well be family in Hull. I moved to London for work, and I've got friends here too, don't get me wrong, but my support system, my communities, they're scattered. My spirit can't stay behind with all of them, so I reckon I stuck it out here. Because no matter who I was visiting in life, I'd always start out here. Right. That does make sense. It doesn't sound great for you, though, being so torn between all your loved ones that you don't get to stay behind with any of them. Yeah, it's not ideal. I don't think there's logic to it. I've got a friend doing his degree in paranormal theology. Oh, I suppose he's graduated by now, actually. But anyway, he used to try to explain it to me. Something about electrical impulses in the brain around certain places or things or people. The emotional imprints those leave on a spirit or something. Which I guess makes sense. I'd visit so many different friends and family, but they're all so spread out. The one constant is this place. Loads of emotional responses happening here, regardless of where I'm going. Could be worse. I could be stuck in that seafood restaurant I died in. I didn't even enjoy the bloody oysters. Can't believe I convinced myself to try him. Anyway, here's not so bad. Is it interesting, at least? Sure. It's a weird setup, though. I always hated quiet. Couldn't stand living alone. And this place is only quiet for a few hours a night. I'm surrounded by people. There's always a conversation to follow or someone's newspaper to read over their shoulder or whatever. But it's a special kind of isolating. Being around this many people and not being able to actually participate. The people are probably the only reason I haven't gone insane, but it's a unique flavour of loneliness that I'm not quite used to yet. Yeah. I can imagine. I was meaning to ask, actually. I saw from the case file that the request to remove you was cancelled because staff couldn't feel your presence anymore. Did you... I mean, is that connected? Yeah. I started reaching out as soon as I felt strong enough. Wanted to get someone's attention. Anyone's. Any kind of proof that I was actually here. That I was real. But it wasn't right. People were so uncomfortable. It, it got me attention, but I scared people. I learned how to shut down the feeling. The, I don't know, the look-at-me feeling that seemed to give people shivers. 
So, you know, still lonely, but at least nobody hates me anymore. I did wonder. Oh god, terrible timing, but it looks like they're trying to close up the station. Yeah, they do that after the last train, usually around 1.30. Jesus, it's that late? Uh, okay, well, before I go, I can get in touch with anyone you'd like, if that'll help. If people know you're here, then they can come to visit you. Oh, I'd love it if you could get the word to some of my people. Oh, our list is massive, but, uh... Oh, actually, you want to log into my old Facebook account? Password was Flopsy2k5. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I was a teenager and I loved my pet rabbit dearly. Okay, judgy. No judgement, I swear. Shall I just get in touch with all the people you used to message regularly? Exactly. Or even just a few of them and ask them to spread the word. <laughs> You're a star, thank you. I don't suppose there's any chance they'd be able to get their hands on something like your recorder thingy. So they can talk to me too? Uh, maybe. Not for some time, though. I'm kind of tied up in some legal stuff at the minute. Oh, patent pending? No, God, no. Nothing so self-serving as that. Just... There are some pretty big players who do not benefit from allowing spirits to speak their minds. Ah, oh, I see. Uh, well, no worries. Just seeing my people again will be enough for now. And I wouldn't have blamed you for wanting to get a patent on that, by the way. You could make a fortune on that thing if you play by the rules. I... You're right. I hadn't really thought about it. Rules aren't really my forte anyway. I can respect that. I'll see you, Leo. Come say hi if you're ever back in the area. I will. Thanks, Aaliyah. Please leave your message after the tone. Hi, Frank. It's, uh, it's Leo. I was wondering if you wanted to... I mean, if you're free, we could spend some time tomorrow just, I guess, working through your notes together. It might be easier to make headway when you're there to explain the missing information. No worries if not, just thought it might be good. I think I'm ready to finally start making some progress. If it sweetens the deal, I'll even stop haunting the lab and actually go home, sleep in my own bed tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, let me know when's best. Okay, so I'll, uh, oh, wait, um, before I go, just, I guess, thanks. Uh, pushing me to go out. Yeah, uh, alright, speak soon. <sighs> this episode of Tell No Tales was written and produced by Leanne Egan. In it, you heard the voices of Leanne Egan as Leo, Asher Amor Train as Frank, and Michelle Kelly as Aaliyah. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you let someone know. It doesn't have to be us, but it would be a nice ego boost if it was. 
You can find us on Twitter or Tumblr at Tell No Tales Pod, and as always, links and information about transcripts can be found in the show notes. Thank you to everyone who contributed to our Season 2 crowdfund, but with special thanks this episode to Rowan Odom for your incredibly generous support of this season. Tell No Tales is distributed by Wasting Company Time Productions under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Thank you for listening. And remember, the dead don't bite. <laughs>